All week long, Eileen had been dreading the plane trip to Geneva. Night after night, the dark-haired Gamine had raised her huge elfin eyes heavenward and sent up childish wishes. Please let her boss change his mind and send someone else in her place. Please let her come down with the flu. Something? Anything. Shameful wishes, she knew, when the other secretaries in the advertising agency were all turning various shades of green over Eileen Connor's glamorous assignment. Not only was she getting a paid trip to sparkling Switzerland in the middle of a dreary, slushy New York January, she was going to be working one-on-one with Alan Scott, who was the hands-down typing pool nominee for most gorgeous account executive on Madison Avenue. But Eileen had trouble cranking up enthusiasm for Geneva, no matter how many pictures she looked at of the famous jet d'eau geyser spouting up out of Lake Geneva, or of handsome young couples gazing rapturously at one another over a fondue pot. The very notion of traveling, especially by plane, conjured a wealth of steamy notions she'd been doing her best to frost over. She felt even less enthusiasm for Alan Scott. Carefully styled blonde hair, insinuating blue eyes, a come-hither smile, and an all-too-apparent belief in his own charm didn't happen to add up to her personal definition of gorgeous. Alan Scott, to Eileen's private thinking, looked as though he'd melt in the rain, and if he cared about anything in the world besides advertising, tennis, and keeping up his image as a womanizer, she had yet to find out what it was. No, the idea of two weeks abroad with Alan Scott most assuredly failed to set Eileen's heart racing, except with anger and anxiety. She would much have preferred sticking to her routine of the past eight months dizzying herself in her hectic job by day, numbing herself in thick, complicated novels by night. Anything to keep from remembering. Anything to keep from thinking. Keith. Alas, her fairy godmother had been out to lunch for a long, long time now. Eileen's wishes to be spared the trip to Geneva were resoundingly ignored. Her boss did not change his mind about sending her on the Swiss mission. He kept congratulating himself, in fact, on having in his employ a secretary who spoke near-fluent French and more than a smattering of German, the two principal languages of Switzerland. He seemed to think that Eileen's destiny in life was to bring greater glory to Marsden advertising in general and to help Alan Scott land the Mont Blanc watch company account in particular.